good morning, little brother. It's early break with Sip and Jay, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Schaefer is taking around for one more segment. Jay Thank Foreman you. is with us. Uh, Jay, you, you didn't bring, you brought in snacks, but not for us, though. What the heck, man? That's okay. Scooby snacks. Yeah. You just have to bring in snacks, yeah. of course. Well, I, you know, just you, you, that'd be nice. We don't expect that. You need to bring in soul food for you, man. I'd take some soul food. Some I think you'd be wasting soul food on Oh, I'd eat, I would eat yeah, the soul food. Yeah. No, he, he definitely doesn't clean his bone or season his meat. I hey, do both of those things. There's a narrative here, Shafe, that Jake is really white. Yeah. No, I, I think I, everyone understands the yeah. narrative. Shafe, are you excited or disappointed Jim Harbaugh isn't the yes. head coach of the Minnesota Vikings? I'm good with it. I just felt like they'd have been replacing Mike Zimmer with another version of Mike Zimmer, maybe a slightly more successful version of Mike Zimmer, but a guy who's just going to wear people out. And frankly... I think the NFL is different than when he was last coaching here. Like so? It's a more player-oriented league. You have to have more player-oriented coaches. Or you I mean like relationship with your players? Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah, and I don't think Jim Harbaugh <laughs> fits that in, anymore. You're, so, you're one and two and three you did in San Fran. Four, not so much. Yeah. So, now, hold I mean, on. I, said, Great I, I think they would have had success. Like, I they think definitely would have been, been They definitely would win. But I just I was skeptical that the long term was going to be what it was, and it wasn't what the Wilfs claimed they wanted. And so now they're going to get Kevin O'Connell, and we'll see whether that works. Can I defend Harbaugh? Yeah. Shafe, there's some evidence that he can form relationships with players. They just went 12 and 2. Yeah, they just went to the with young With young punks, too. Yeah. Well, look. Young players. I think there's also plenty of evidence of college coaches who spend most of their time in the college game struggling when you get to the pros and you don't get the same response out of players. True. He but gets he's, to be the king in Michigan. You don't disrespect the king when you're there. But he's been successful everywhere. He's yeah. Been. So, Look, I mean, I think he's a little yeah. bit different. I just, it's, it was interesting to me because I'm not big into recruiting, but dude, you flew in there on national, I mean, on signing day. I, mean, oh, I think it was a, a, raised finger to Michigan. Right. Like he was ready to leave. Minnesota right. didn't offer him the job. Or, or and so then he well, had to I think, Hold on. I think they offered him the job, not the, what he wanted. I think he wanted control over the roster, which I would want mm -hmm. as well. Um, and that's the probably only reason why he needs to leave Michigan. And oh. they didn't, and they wouldn't give him the control of the roster. So allegedly in that first phone call, or I doubt it was a first phone call, but in the reported phone call, it was discussed at that point, and Harbaugh said that he was okay without control of the roster. So right. maybe that changed in the second conversation. Yeah, it probably changed. Well, I mean, just because, uh, <clears throat> you know, when you get there and you start looking, and, and, you know, in the second interview, that's when they start probably start looking at, like, salary cap and what, you know, you would want because you got a, you got a quarterback that you're overpaying for. Yeah. So, he, you know, and he he's smart enough to know you ain't winning with a, with a dud. So if you keep him you know you're stuck to him if you don't then you got to find somebody else and if you can't control it then you got a dud so be QB? not a dud uh, but a dud. he's That's just not, not i mean you need, you need a stud at qb he could probably do what matt stafford did maybe maybe but the rams roster and the vikings roster are just completely different right. so um i every report basically from the minnesota side of things is that they didn't offer him the job and the, there well, was of course they're gonna say that yeah though. well yeah you don't fly it you, because it was out before that interview even happened that they had a minority stakeholder in that ownership group that didn't want him and right. so he was pushing back on it right away right 
So, but it was a surprise. I mean, they, from a gambling standpoint, they took it off the board. It was that heavy of a favorite. Wow. Yeah, well, it's uh, so you don't bring Jim Harbaugh in without right. him pretty much already having the job and whether, doing it on National Signing Day. Well, to well, me, yeah, like, Harbaugh could have picked the, a different day. There was a, there was a reason. There was a big, there's a big, there was something that went sideways for Jim Harbaugh. I mean, he's getting on that plane and he's having a press conference later that night. You don't bring Jim Harbaugh in, a successful coach, two or three times over. Um in there for an interview and then you say oh well we want kevin o'connell no i, I mean there's just, no possibility it was a real interview and they said okay we interviewed you now we're going to decide between you and somebody else no not with jim harbaugh really with yeah. with uh kevin o'connell and, sure. and and some other first time you know, slappies coach. they bring in there yeah because you got to get on there and really explain i mean jim harbaugh could go through an interview at the pro level with his eyes closed you know what you're getting you know he's successful he needs a way to be successful um and he has a prior relationship with that gm um well, that's so, why the whole reason i think he was interested in the right things he wanted to work with right. that guy but sometimes just like i don't college, think the wilfs wanted him i think that's what it comes down to well i don't think yeah i mean it's the somebody wilfs. didn't and sometimes you know the powers that be supersede a first-time gm yeah and that's the way it is now if that's gm is uh you know, somebody that's uh, who's a, you know, if it's Lewis Riddick, just say somebody like that. Right. Or somebody that's, hey, this I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Ownership won't do that. But when you got a guy in there that was kind of like off the radar hire, mm -hmm. he's getting manipulated a little bit, you know, and, by the and Wilfs, by the Wilfs or the a power to be. You got to think they still have guys. You got to think Scott Stellwell still working there. He was a long time, supposedly not GM. He was Rick Spielman's right hand man. He is supposedly retired like five years ago. He's still up there working, you know, oh, um, and Scott's great, you know, but, you know, they're going to Scott before they're going to maybe the GM. And who's, so who's Vi the Vikings going to hire now? O'Connell, Kevin O'Connell, Kevin O'Connell. Okay. Rams. See, it's, a, it's, Shea, it's, it's, it's a, it's not nearly as fun. It just seems you like, you know, the, who was the offensive coordinator at the Rams and is now in the Super Bowl? McVay. Zach Taylor. Oh, Zach, Zach Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. Okay. You know who's coaching the team against Zach Taylor? That's all fun. <laughs> but it doesn't but mean it's, it's not Jim Harbaugh. No, I'm not saying it's going to happen. It's not Kevin O'Connell wouldn't have been my pick. It's anyways. not Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Fun, yeah. I mean, I wanted Raheem. Morris. I wanted Harbaugh in Miami badly. Yeah, it's, it's, you guys uh, are paying people to lose, so it doesn't matter. Well, you want. I, I, I still feel like he was playing the Vikings to get the Dolphins job. I, you can you can call me crazy. Stephen Ross loves that guy. Said I would not be the one to prize him away from Michigan. But if he calls the NFL first, we will answer that call. And so I think he was using the Vikings as bait for the Dolphins. And then the Florida stuff happened and said, I can't go there. Can't go to Miami. Yeah. It's a disaster because Ross might not have the franchise anymore. What are the Raiders doing? Well, they already got a coach. Josh yeah, McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's what really happened threw a wrench weekend. into Jim happened. Harbaugh because that happened. was kind of like the first. That was supposed to be the first down. Is that a weird hire for you, Josh McDaniels? He's kind of lost his cachet with me. I got a question. Do you think dude, he had to take that job? Any dude that takes a job, an NFL job, like the Colts job, and they'd be like, I changed my mind. Like, I'm never calling you again. <laughs> Why would you hire Josh McDaniel over Jim Harbaugh if you're the Raiders? That's the question I have. Well, have. because their GM is just came from New England. Okay, right. There's that, 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 like, uh, did, did Harbaugh thing, want that right? job badly? He's got a really good relationship with Mark Davis. <laughs> that sounds that, that real weird to say Mark out loud. Does they have a very good relationship. Yeah, it, it, that's why that was such a perceived landing spot. 
because not everybody wants to deal with Jim Harbaugh, but Mark Davis is friends with Jim. Harbaugh. Yeah, you got to think he started so coaching Ross. at the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. So you got to think Harbaugh that is it, a Raider. Harbaugh started coaching at the Raiders. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's, 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 it was. A, I mean, sometimes people can talk themselves into and out of easy situation or easy decisions that would be would be successful. And the Raiders are the Raiders. The Bears are the Bears who do that. And the Vikings seem to be the Vikings of not getting a coach because the Vikings roster isn't the Rams, but they got a pretty dang good roster. When you think you got Dalvin Cook, Jefferson, Thielman, even throw Cousins in there. Uh, Irv Smith Jr., I think, will come back as a good tight end. Conklin's a good tight end. They actually have a couple good offensive linemen because they played healthy. That's why I wanted an offensive coach. That's why I'm okay with Kevin O'Connell. Right, Kevin so we'll, O'Connell. We'll, we'll see, but ultimately, you know, when you got a roster like that, dude, you got to. I mean, NFL dudes are just looking at it like, yeah, you was a, you you was supposedly the offensive coordinator. Everybody knows McVay. Like, right, you ain't. That's not doing anything anymore. We've already seen this happen. You know what I mean? It's a copycat league, right? You got to think. Oh, these rich guys are up there, like, oh, well, it worked out for Cincinnati. Let's hire the next dude. Look, Zach Taylor and O'Connell aren't the same guys, and the situation isn't the same. So they're trying to take the easy way out. It's mm-hmm. the same thing kind of like, you know, where the colleges are hiring coaches. You know, sometimes they play – I call it the poser mode. You worry about what it's going to do, like, on the surface versus, you know. Yeah. In Nebraska's case, we need coaches. Right. Right? Because, like, we can't hide guys in the cupboard right now because, you know, it's it's crap or get off the pot time, right? Right. So if you got a guy so that's a freshman that, or, or a sophomore that's good, it can't be like okay, we're gonna hold them to four games. Nah, dude. Hey, if you're if you're dragging feet, if you're missing practice, or if you're magically not showing up, it we have no time to wait. So it's a different situation. Depends on whether it's pro or college, and it's interesting to see yeah. when you watch it. Every business wants to engineer new possibilities, creating revenue, optimizing costs, and scaling technologies like cloud and AI. Start at Deloitte.com/us/cloud and find the services you need to get the value you seek. Deloitte. I'm all I've become very skeptical of the whole knee jerk reaction. Coach fired. Okay, hire the hire the hot play caller. I mean, hire the guy who can read his play sheet the best and fit it into the game. That's not well, that's not what head coaching is to me. Not anymore. You gotta be able to um You see what I'm lead. saying? Lead, you gotta be able to do what you yeah, need yeah, to do. Yeah. It just kind of depends on what, what I, they want to do. I, I hate to say this, but I'm looking for a PJ Fleck, somebody like that. He's not a – he manages. He manages a team. He manages the game, and he manages it well. He does. I mean, I'm not saying a P.J. Fleck, Fleck personality. I'm saying a P.J. Fleck the way he handles his organization. And the pros. Well. Or college. I, I guess mostly college. <laughs> it's, 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 to, it's totally different, though. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. I mean, PJ, I like PJ that. Fleck is a certified D-bag, right, personally. Um, but – I will give him a 1,000% mm-hmm. um, kudos as a coach. Mm-hmm. He knows what he's doing. I mean, he is straight up like there. he's a micromanager, but he understands what he wants. And the reason why he does it um, is because he believes in it so much and he gets people to believe in it so much that it works. But I'll also say this. He's a man of his word, though, because uh, Blake, Blake uh, uh, or Cashman that I worked with quite quite some time since high school walked on second or third in the Big Ten in tackle, still was a walk-on. Um, his first meeting with him, he's like, you're going to be on scholarship within two weeks. And then obviously, you know, he's playing out at New York or whatever. 
So, and I've talked to him, at, you know, at length about PJ. He's like, look, he's hard to take. Yeah. But if you, oh, he's, he's like, but if you do your, do your job and you, and you play well, then it's no big deal. Mm -hmm. What he, what he's really good at is the young guys getting them in line and then make sure that they stay in that path and go from there. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's all I'm saying. There you go, Jake. Well, yeah, I, it could work. Tom Coughlin was like that for a while. And then he changed. And, and then when Strahan went up to Mr. Mara, I think Tom Coughlin changed. And now they're great friends, him and Strahan. Cause you know, they had a blow up. It just mm -hmm. depends on the mix of the team, the leadership style, what you want as a coach or a university and see what works in. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a different reason why one thing I've learned, there's different reasons why guys get hired. Mm -hmm. They all can work if it, if they let it work or if it does, you know, if it works, um, you know, it's hard in college when you look at it. You, you know, big Jeez. thing is big thing is recruiting, but ultimately it don't matter who you recruit if you can't coach. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta you gotta it's kinda like it's hard to find both. It was this guy that was here, Dante. He was coach at uh USC. Dante Williams, Williams. Right. Yeah. He he essentially got that assistant head coaching job from based on how he recruited, right? I think he's more of a coach now because I think actually his leadership has grown by learning. Um, not that he couldn't coach before, but when you get that experience, mm -hmm. you know, as a USC head coach, setting him up for the future. When he was here, he was a great recruiter, right? He's known as that, yes. right? And, and that's he is, what, yeah, right. he is. But then ultimately, if you recruit these guys, it doesn't matter if the transfer portal or not. At the end of the day, when you get here, everybody's the same because you don't know. Who, I mean, you got to develop them, and they got to they got to step up to the plate too, and you just never know what you're going to get. That's for sure. Because that transfer portal is awful enticing, right? Right, Jake? <laughs> it is. It is very enticing, Jake. I always ask people, like, they're in a, it, why are you why are you in the portal? Like, there's only so many Justin Fields, and he has a he had a legitimate reason. He probably was sitting in that quarterback room. So you simple's Justin Fields, mm -hmm. Jake's Jake Fromm, and got some other couple chumps in there, and he's sitting up there getting one play a game. It's like, dude, portal. Right, like if this this is what yeah, you can't stigmatize everybody in the portal. Right, you can't. Some guys are in there for good reason. Right, Some and that's guys a good make reason. Sense for yeah. Joe Some Burrow guys doesn't. Yeah, but right. that's why the portal Joe exists. I mean, it exists for guys to be able to leave a situation where they don't. It's it's become basically like, oh, I'm not playing enough, or I just want to see if anyone's interested. Yeah, Burrow. Some guys will... love the recruiting process. Yeah, yeah. they so love. Why they end up in the portal. You know, they want to be like the attention days, too. The kids these days love getting recruited more than they like playing. I mean, in general, and that's attention. not everyone, not no, but everyone. that's it. But you know, it. I mean, you're on the, I mean, they love the attention, right? They don't care who's calling them that mm -hmm. you tell them, you know, nobody's calling an interview and a four-star recruit and be like, man, you know, you're a little weak when you, you know, when you, when you rush, you know, you only got one pass, <laughs> right? Him. You know what I'm saying? You're like, hey, hey, dude, you know what? You could be the next Lawrence Taylor when you come here or Grant Wistrom. So of course they want to pick up the phone and then put it out on social boost media, their ego, put yeah. it out on so when they get here, confidence. So when they get here, and they got some, like, well, I've never forget when I saw Brian Shaw come out there. I saw, and I love Brian, and I know I'm going to get text messages, Brian, because I know he's probably, well, it's winter now. So he's, well, he's actually probably listening, really, because he's usually, he's a farmer and stuff. He's out there. And Brian and the, Shaw. Yeah, combine. I remember seeing him, and I'll be like, man, look at this dopey looking white dude. Who the heck is he? And he got on there and got on the, 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 the pro agility. I was like, dang. <laughs> hey, hey, then we went over to vertical, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I used to think I could get up a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I got up. Yeah. Here comes Shaw, two yeah. inches. Two like, inches I, higher right? than you. I was like, I, I remember I was like, who is this dude, right? <laughs> yeah. Then you get in the weight room. Yeah. And he's throwing around weights, right? Yeah. yeah. 
dude just came in as a walk-on from, from from where he's like from like superior like way out like yeah. hastings area right so just think if you're <laughs> out west somewhere well just think if you are <laughs> west. right right hey just south, think west south. of here superior south right <laughs> but just think if you're a kid that came from texas and you're the four-star recruit yeah. and you coming in here thinking you know you're the dude uh-huh. and here's a brian shaw and this happens everywhere yeah He's from Deweese. Yeah. Deweese. Or Sandy Creek. Was Sandy name. Creek. The yeah. Sandy Creek assassin. That's what we used to call him. There you go. <laughs> Brian Shaw. Hey, let me tell you something. There's not a dude that I wouldn't go. He's a dude that I would go to battle with. Tough as nails. Physical. Smart. It was great having him out there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because when things get hairy or, you yeah. know, getting out sure. of control mm-hmm. and you look over, you know, he's got what he's doing. So then we could turn the concentration to getting Terrell Farley, Eric Johnson, and Jamel Williams mm-hmm. to walk and chew gum and then let the four, four studs go at it. Right. So fascinating. you just never know. I guarantee he didn't have a star ranking or a blue chip ranking. What yeah. do you think, Schaefer? Yeah. Did you well, that time, no. did he, he was on rid- the SI all-walk-on team in 97. Yeah. Say there that again, go. please. I don't think he was on Tom Lemming's list <laughs> in 1995. <laughs> he, right? he was on the Sports Illustrated all-walk-on team in 1997. Brian Shaw. Brian Shaw right. from Dewey's or whatever. Just had Dewey's his pro-agility record broke by dante williams that's it's been had to, had to be what 20 years right oh, close yeah. to 20 just yeah had, he's been out 20, 25 deontay williams just broke it deontay, his last really? year was 99 so yeah bad dude yep bad dude all right uh good nails. stuff jake good, yeah, stuff. good stuff jay Old... hey he would poke your eyes out though jake i got glasses on man good luck but he would take them off and poke you let me tell you something <laughs> Brian Shaw, if he's in there, like you're in a bar right and somebody here. bumps into you, he's ready to go too. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, he's got those old I'm like he, he's got those old man hands. He got some big old meat hooks on. Yeah. yeah. Smack meat hooks. He's a hockey fighter though. He'll pull the shirt over you. You know. <laughs> man, yeah. happy Gilbert. We're talking style. a lot about Brian Shaw today. <laughs> Hello, hey, Brian. Hey, for you fans, he likes to tailgate. You come in the tailgate. Hey, don't sleep on him. Don't sleep don't, on don't, Brian Shaw. Don't piss him off. Yeah. Punch in the eye. Got about six kids. You know he's angry all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, old school is next for Mike Schaefer and Steve Sippel. I'm Jake. So <laughs> to see him. <laughs>